You're the dummy that don't believe in science All your projects always be denying You're the dummy that don't believe in science Hello and welcome to the 11th episode of The Pokenomicon, a Pokemon informational podcast. I'm Blake, your regional Pokemon professor. I'm Gabe Weber, trainer, looking to hit the big shots. Before we get into the Pokemon this week, uh, there's a, quite a bit of Pokemon news was announced this past week uh, through a Pokemon Presents. I'm not going to do a deep dive into it, but I'll give like a general overview of some of the, all the things they talked about. First off, the obviously most important one was uh, they announced Pokemon Smile, the Pokemon app to help kids brush their teeth. And by kids, that totally does not include me. Like, not at all. That's what that is? I heard yeah. people talking about Pokemon Smile. I'm like, I didn't even know that they were coming out with a new game. I thought Sword and Shield was going to be here for a while. Huh. There is there is a new big game that they, they're talking about, that they talked about, which we'll be going into in a little bit. And two more. Or there's one in between it, I'll say. The second thing that they're coming out is Pokemon Cafe Mix, which is like a Pokemon puzzle game where you kind of like spin things to connect Pokemon and then you can hire new Pokemon. It's, it looks cool. You can get on like, it'll be an app and for the Nintendo Switch. I think they're both free. I'll probably get it for the Nintendo Switch when it gets out, uh, comes out. But the third thing, which is probably the biggest thing they announced this week, is that they're coming out with a new Pokemon Snap. And Pokemon Snap, for people who don't know, came out like 20 some years ago. And was pretty much you'd go you around an island and you would take pictures of Pokemon. And they're coming out with a new one of that. It looks oh, yes. awesome. That is this is this is a huge thing to come out with. I'm super excited for that. I am I was gonna say I, I, I'm not into the Pokemon news as much as you were, but I I remember seeing things like, Hey, when are we getting Pokemon Snap too? And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what that is, but taking pictures of Pokemon sounds super fun. Yeah, and just, I, I'll talk about a couple things that were in the trailer for that, is that you you literally, in the trailer, we saw a Pidgeot come down and pick up a Magikarp and fly off with it. We saw, <laughs> like, Pokemon, like, having, t- like, kind of facing off in Turf Wars. Well, I don't, it does, we don't know if that's actually going to be something you can see in the game. I'm, or I obviously hope so, and it probably will, but, like, these are some really cool things that, like, they're showing that they're, they're going to be a little more ambitious with the overworld Pokemon since they don't have to worry about, like, the battling aspect of it. They're able to dive deeper into that, which is going to be amazing. Now, a couple other things they announced is that... So, since Style of Armor came out this week, uh, the Pokemon DLC, it's been really good. I'll, talk, I'll also talk a little bit on that in a bit. But there is an event going on. It'll last through the... about, I think, June 28th. Is that in Max Raid Battles, there is a chance for you to find Zeraora, a Electric-type Mythical from Gen 7. And if 1 million trainers defeat Zeraora in a max raid battle, you are unlike mo- normal max raid battles, you aren't able to catch at the end. But if a million people defeat it, which, but come on, it, that's going to happen. That's, that's not a that, hard hard number that's for... That's change, really. That's nothing. Uh, but then everyone through Pokemon Home will be able to receive a shiny Zeraora on, like, the 30th, I want to say. So... Which is huge. It's a mythical Pokemon that... So, that's big. It's shiny. This is a really awesome event. I'm really glad they did this. Bringing back some of those old mythical Pokemon that some people might not have had a chance to get. It's a really good idea. And then for every 100,000 after that, up to two, up to the an extra 1 million, you we will receive a Armorite Ore, which is used for 
move tutoring and that type of stuff in the game. So we'll be able to get an extra 10 of those as well. Which there are not hard to get, but it's a nice buff. Buff. But uh, let's look at a little bit more information. In Pokemon Go, they're adding Mega Evolution, which is huge. I I like to see that they're, they're still using Mega Evolution. I hope they bring that back in normal Pokemon again. So uh, one other thing for like kind of Pokemon news is that in... So two days after this come this episode comes out on the twenty fourth, they're having another Pokemon presents where they're going to announce something new. Personal hopes, like the top things, can be it's either going to be I'm hoping the Sinnoh remakes is just a Generation Four remakes. I would love it if they announced that. They could be announcing a Pokemon like a remake of Pokemon Stadium. Uh, they could it could be just new information on the Crown Tundra DLC, but uh, I think that was probably the least likely. And the one I really hope it's, I kind of hope it's not, but I can understand if it is, is doing Let's Go Games of Generation 2. Uh, because uh, if those were, I think those the Let's Go games were relatively popular. So I could see them wanting to make a Generation 2 one, but I really don't want that because I'm, I'm not a, as a harder, I hardcore Pokemon <laughs> fan. I, uh, I'm not a huge fan of those games. Like, I don't have as much interest playing them. I, I would still get them and play them, but like, I wouldn't put as much hours into it as i would like a Sinnoh remake so here's hoping some huge things so if you you haven't gotten the dlc yet it is definitely worth getting has good a pretty good story uh it has some uh, side quests and stuff but like the biggest things that are huge for possibly the future of pokemon is that it is all a wild area which means so you can kind of you have like the 360 you can turn yourself around however you want that's the entire area the po- the Pokemon level scale, I think it's based on, like, your gym badges you have. I don't know if it's like, directly based on your level. If you're going to be going into it uh, and you want to, like, I would recommend going in after you've beaten the game. Just find, like, six level 60 Pokemon you want to take into the game. That would be my recommendation. I went, it was cha- it was relatively, not, like, super challenging, but it wasn't just, like, a, a cakewalk. I actually had to try a little bit, and so that was a good Thing there and also the biggest thing is that from the second you arrive on the island you can explore the entire thing assuming you're able to surf at that point but if you're not then you just can't do those areas which is great i hope they keep they kind of transition to this type of style for future games it could be really great for the pokemon franchise as a whole i think it would make a lot of people happy make me happy i'm one person yeah and that's if you make one person happy, that's means you're doing something right, mm-hmm. even if it's just one thing. Can can Pikachu still surf? Uh, no, not in, not in this game. Uh, technically, yeah, sad. It's sad. Uh, let's go over the names of these fun Pokemon. Ponadrad. Ponyard. Or Ponyard. Something like that. Ponyard comes from the word pawn. The most basic piece in chess. I know that one. And Ponyard. A lightweight dagger. Uh, its Japanese name is Komatanana. It's a combination of Koma, a piece in board game, Shogi. Gosh. Why did you give me the hard parts? And Katana or Koganatana, meaning sword and knife, respectively. Uh, so, uh, Bisharp, the other Pokemon we're doing today is a combination of bishop a piece in chess and sharp meaning to have an edge or point able to cut or pierce something its japanese name is kirikizan i think i'm pronouncing that wrong 
which is likely a combination of Kirikizamu to mince and Zon to cut or slay. Look, you got the easy one. I don't. I don't know if either of them are easy <laughs> games. So, I, I've, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've ever heard of either of these Pokemon. Usually I'm like, I've seen that in the anime. The, I, I've never heard or seen of these. I don't know where they're from. They might be Digimon or something. Uh, I, think no. I think you might have gotten something wrong with this one. No. These are actually a little, little part of the Kimono a little bit. These are some of my... Uh, these are some of my favorite Pokemon. Bisharp is... Probably my favorite Pokemon to use in competitive play, especially high level competitive play when I'm not just doing some jank build involving Comfey. Um, oh, another yes. news Comfey and Klefki came to Sword and Shield in the expansion. So uh, I'm, yes. if there's any new information, we'll probably do that next week just because we actually, because that next week's probably going to be a little shorter episode, at least compared to this one. Okay. So, but yeah. So, yeah, back to the actual information. Uh, Ponyard and Bisharp have three count them three abilities uh their two most common abilities that you can just get normally are defiant and inner focus and their hidden ability is pressure now defiant is by far their best ability so what defiant does is that whenever the pokemon has one of its stats lowered by an opposing pokemon it its attack stat is raised by two stages so a few things to note um while using this ability is that it does not activate if you lower your own stats through a move such as close combat and that it activates for each stat lowered so if an attack lowers both your attack and special attack you your attack will go up by four stages instead of two so yeah this is just a a dang amazing ability because it's like if someone comes in with the intimidate ability where you switch in you lower their attack by one stage your attack will be lowered by one stage, but then immediately raised by two stages. So instead of having a doing sixty six percent damage, you'll be doing fifty percent extra damage on top of your. I was gonna ask that because I feel like that's. I was like, well, what if they lower your attack stat? What if they, so if they lower your attack stat by two, it's just nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's I, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm just saying that's that's neat. That's nifty. Yeah. Uh, now its other ability of normal is inner focus. Which uh, is ability that prevents the Pokemon from flinching. Which isn't like a bad thing, but flinching isn't super common. So usually a Pokemon will opt for a different ability um, if it has has one that's not act, like even that literally nerfs the po- There are abilities that nerf Pokemon and that's really sad. So like if they have any other option, they're probably going to take that. Um, but I, I really... Th- fun thing about inner focus that was changed here in generation eight that it isn't expressly stated in like the normal like information about the pokemon but the ability inner focus now blocks the ability intimidate so like if pokemon with intimidate comes in you will no longer have your attack lowered if you have the inner focus ability now on other moves that got this ability to um block um intimidate are oblivious Scrappy and Own Tepo, as well as the ability Rattled being activated by Intimidate now. So that's just a fun thing. I like that they added, gave Inner Focus a secondary use, but still, Ponyard is not going to be, Ponyard and Bishop are not going to be using this ability because Defiance also blocks um, Intimidate, but also buffs you when they intimidate you. So it's an even, yeah, there's not really a reason to use 
inner focus over intimidation. Shoot. So their final hidden ability, pressure, makes it so that uh, the enemy uses up one extra PP <laughs> when targeting the Pokemon Gosh. that has pressure. So this ability uh, also has a use outside of battle. If a Pokemon with pressure is in the first place in the party, even if it is fainted, there's a 50% chance that a Pokemon will be forced to the upper bound of their encounter level range. It shares its effect with Puzzle and Vital Spirit. What does that mean? Upper bound encounter level range? Okay, so pretty much what that means. So when you encounter a Pokemon in the wild, let's say you're encountering a Magikarp. It has a level range that it can appear in. Like, let's just say it can appear from level 10 to 20. So Uh, 50% of the time, it's going to be closer to the 20. It's going to push it and force it to be closer to the level 20 than the level 10. That's pretty uh, much what I mean. So if you're looking for higher level Pokemon for, you know, to get more experience for your Pokemon, it has that nice ability outside of battle. So, yeah, this is pretty much a more defensive ability than an offensive one because it's great for stall because it allows you to take away from like their uh, low PP moves that are just really powerful twice as fast, which is yeah really good. Um, so yeah, just in ju- just defiant is such a good ability for a physically attacking Pokemon that there's like no reason to use anything else. So not that the other so it's good. Yeah. So that's all, all right. on our abilities. Let's, let's take it take it away for everybody's favorite favorite pastime. Gabe's flub time corner. <laughs> By that I mean fun time corner, of course. But I, I'm I've messed up so much already. So let's let, let's uh <laughs> crack our backs here, stretch a little bit. Alright. Oh, I actually stretch in real life, you'd never guess. No way. Pawniard. Is that even close? That St- is... Starting off strong. Heck yeah. Pawniard comes in at number six hundred twenty four in the national deck. And is also known as the Sharp Blade Pokemon, with Bisharp coming right after as number 625 and being known as the Sword Blade Pokemon. Is... Alright, pause already. Mm-hmm. Is there like a a Queen Sharp or maybe a King Sharp? I can't... Like, like the next level after Bisharp? No, no, there is not a... Bisharp does not evolve. Okay, okay. Well, that answers my question. Alright, both Ponyard and Bisharp are introduced in Generation 5 and are both dual-type dark-slash-steel Pokemon, and Ponyard evolves into Bisharp starting at level 52. Their gender ratio is 50-50, as all things should be. Ponyard catch rate is 120, or 24.9%, while Bisharp is 45 at 11.9%. Their egg group is human-like they have a hatch time of 5,140 to 5,396 steps. Ponyard has a height of 1 foot 8 inches, or half a meter. It weighs 22.5 LBSs, or 10.2 kgs. Bisharp is 5 feet tall and 3 inches. Bisharp weighs 154.3 pounds, or 70 kilograms. Man, that's actually not that much. No, considering it's uh, made of mostly metal, that is not not a lot. It's probably a light metal, so that it's able to move. Well, considering the fact it's made of all metal, maybe that that's one of the reasons it was. It does because it's like really light yeah. metal, so it's able to move on its feet relatively fast. I'm gonna make a guess 
and say that uh, Bisharp weighs four. No, Bisharp weighs eight more pounds than you. How close am I? That is pretty much like exactly like. Oh, that's Ooh, it's I'm right around. Like, I, I don't know my exact, but that is like right about where I'm at. And considering this thing's also almost a foot shorter than me, it's like it's like chunky short me made of metal and also cool and has like blades on its arms yeah so it's not like me at all actually <laughs> and, a, and a pokemon and it's a pokemon basically the same person it's like it's the same thing oh uh, where was i Ponyard. i feel like i'm saying that wrong every time Ponyard. is that right i think so Ponyard. I think, uh, I think the IA is maybe giving me a... Maybe try... Maybe Ponyard. I'm actually Ponyard. not 100% sure. Yeah, Pon- no, nothing sounds right to me anymore. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I, I made you question wrong. it. No, Bisharp no, sounds fine. The second I said it. The second I said it from the beginning, I was questioning. Like, I was trying to tell you how to say it, and I'm like, I actually... I can't... No, They both sounded wrong to me, so I'm like, don't, don't even worry about it. Pinyard. Has a base experience yield of 68, while Bisharp is at 172. They have a leveling rate of medium fast, so it takes 1 million even experience to get to level 100. Ponyard has an EV yield of 1 in the attack stat, while Bisharp gives 2 in attack. They are both in the body group of Pokemon with a bipedal tailless form. Footprints. The shorter Bisharp looks like a circle essentially and uh bisharp looks like if you guys have ever played uh breath of the wild uh it's a japanese game made by some company i can't remember off the top of my head probably it's a smaller company yeah it's it's an indie game it's an indie game yeah so there's this place called like I can't even remember the name now. Like Twin Peaks, I want to say, are the mountain that's cut in half by a river, and it looks like that. It looks like a mountain that you cut down the center and you just like move it a little bit so they go away from each other. Also, kind of looks like a cat. It's like, like like cat ears. Darn it, Blake! That's so much better than mine. It's a Sorry. cat. It's cat ears with a cat head. Uh, they have a base friendship of 35. That was my last thing. Other than me going into appearance and design. Uh, <laughs> transition. Sorry, I'm, I'm giving you all these things you're not expe- you don't usually Gosh. have. Sorry. Give me no time to prepare. Uh, the smaller Bisharp is a small bipedal Pokemon with some vaguely beetle-like features. It has a rounded red and black head that resembles a helmet with a silvery blade extending from the front. Its face is gray, and it has yellow eyes. Four steel spikes protrude from its gray torso. Two on each side, resembling steel ribs. It kind of looks like beetle pinchers. That's kind of what I was thinking. Anyways. uh, It has red arms that end with knife-like blades instead of hands. And its two red legs end in an oval-shaped foot with small nubbins. (laughs) I like that. Small nubbins that look like they will eventually be claws or blades. Do they eventually become claws or blades? Uh, they, uh, it's, it's assumed that they evolve into the foot of Bisharp, which we'll talk a little bit. Uh, New it. Uh, its shiny form turns all the red parts into 
blue parts of its body blue. I don't like how you worded that. I like mine better. Sorry, Blake. Yeah, it's that's fine. This is just an outline. You can uh, if if you if you read it in advance, you can change it, Gabe. Well, you gave it to me like the day of. No, this one. No, I'm hey, not. Hey, hey, the hey, hey! I'm one. still reading here. Gosh, you give it to me the ten minutes before, and then you interrupt me. Like two days. A lot of Ponyard's design stems from the look of traditional Japanese bandit having a feature resembling armor. Ashiguru armor. Yeah, that actually sounds, sounds kind of right. Like Ashiguru. Ashiguru, Ashiguru like were infantry employed in the samurai class of feudal Japan. Very interesting. I yeah. love history stuff. Oh man, I, f- I was reading up on like Ponyard and Bishop's like design and like how it might be designed. I'm like, this is heckin' cool. I really like... I've, I had always liked these Pokemon in the design anyway. I'm like, oh, this is... Take <laughs> So, we're going to Bisharp, what he looks like. So, Bisharp is also a bipedal, humanoid-shaped Pokemon. Has a round red and black head resembling that of a war helmet, and it is topped with a golden double-bladed axe blade. Its face is primarily yellow with a black outline, and the helmet-like part of its head covers most of it, although it does allow us to see its triangular eyes. It has red shoulders that protrude slightly over its arms, resembling shoulder pads. Its hands are white and look like gloves or gauntlets, and have a retractable blade coming out of them. And the blade kind of points towards the elbow, so when it comes out, it is not facing towards the enemy, but it'd be facing back towards the elbow. From its chest comes two sets of blades, creating the same impression of a rib cage given to us by Ponyard, but this time a little bigger. Its thighs are red and become progressively thinner as they connect to the knees. Both of its feet are metallic and split down the middle, resembling cloven hooves. These hooves are also similar to that of steel war boots or possibly leggings. Now, when shiny, the red turns blue, just like with uh, Ponyard, uh, and its hands and feet turn a slightly yellowish color from their usual white. Now, Bishop takes a look from Japanese bandits uh, just again. I mean, just again. Why? What am I trying to say? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't like, even know. I like it, though. Uh, Bishop again. takes looks from uh, Japanese bandits. I'm just going to say again. <laughs> just like Ponyard. I don't know. This time with features more resembling that of a leader and that of traditional samurai armor. Though its behaviors and stance are more reminiscent of uh, soldiers that of like medieval times and that type of that type of vibe. Thought you could get rid of me. It's major appearances time. Ponyard. <laughs> yeah, sorry, team. Uh, Ponyard debuted in episode forty of Black and White, an episode Clean vs. Trip, Ash vs. Gregorio. I think it's Georgia. Silent in Georgia. No. <laughs> Who's, who names our kid Georgia? Japanese people. <laughs> Alright, fine. Wait, what's the first name? Uh, I believe it's Silen? 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 It's something... Silen. I don't know. It's some. It's the green-haired guy from uh, the Victini oh. movie. Yeah, the called the fat. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> I, well, isn't Silen what I said? I think it was. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I could have sworn. If you run back the tapes, it'll be the exact same. Uh, yeah, and Georgina, Georgia, gosh, why is it Georgina? Why not Georgina? Never mind. I don't uh, know. Ponyard was under the ownership of Georgia and was used to fight Ash's 
Snivy. Snivy. And was Snivy. Gosh, these Pokemon. What's Snivy? Uh, it's a uh, little it, it grass snake thing. Uh, it was defeated by Snivy, if you're wondering. Uh, a poniard also appeared in the Festival of Decisions, which is the 100th episode of XY series, and is under the ownership of the Ninja Army, and it participated in the attack on Ninja Village? Hold on. <laughs> like, that was normal right up until, like, the freaking Fire Nation attack. I know, I am... I, I meant to actually watch the episode just because I wanted, like, the ninja army, but I, I didn't get around to it. I've been pretty busy this it's week. Like Leaf Village coming in here. <laughs> no, I was... <laughs> I I actually, originally, because this is, like, maybe a minor appearance or something like that, I wasn't originally going to put it in, but I was just read through it. It's like, some ninja army and village. I'm like, well, I have to... I legally have to put this one in. Yeah, no, that's terrific. That makes me very happy. And uh, getting into some uh, Bisharp appearances. So, a Bisharp appeared in episode 71 of Black and White. Search for the Club and Ultimate. Club Ultimate? Club I think Ultimate. So. It's one word, so it's black. Club Ultimate. Uh, this is the evolved form of the Pontiac. Alright, I totally forgot how to say it now. The short Bisharp that Georgia used against Ash. Ponyard. Alright, I got it. I got it locked in. Ponyard. And I botched it again. Uh, she once more lost in this episode, this time, to Bianca's Embor. Man, she's just having not a great time. I think she won against one person before that, but I'm like, well. Oh, what a champ. She's going ham. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go, Georgia. Anywho. Uh, a bishop also appeared in the episode surrounding a festival of decisions and was defeated by Ash's Froggarrier and was when Froggarrier evolved into Greninja. Froggator. Froggator. Froggadier, but close enough. I don't enough. know what. I don't know that what is a, that is a weird one. I, I probably, I only know that one probably because I've heard, I've heard it said through like anime and that type of, and watching. Uh, I didn't watch more Pokemon this means. Just watch a bunch of Pokemon YouTube and just find like watch videos that are like oh why are these pokemon the types they are um those are good videos so okay. you'll learn pretty much all the pokemon at that point and you can know their names uh I, so I you, well you'll that. be able to get to hear them said because yeah 90 percent of the times uh why we can't pronounce them right is because they're really weird spellings and we're just like well i don't know how i'm supposed to pronounce this without hearing someone else tell me it yeah so yeah Let's get into those entries. Oh, yeah, the, those good, good po Pokedex entries. So we'll start with Ponyards. In Pokemon Black, it says, Blades comprise this Pokemon's entire body. If battling dulls the blades, it sharpens them on stones by the river. So when I was saying the thing's made entirely of metal, I was not joking. It's all it's all swords. That's everything. It's like imagine bones, but instead you just had like a big knife in your arm, and it's like, well, that's my that's my femur knife, and then yeah, here's my um tibula blade. Man, that sounds that sounds awesome. <laughs> I would love being able to talk about the human body like that. But low, we are lowly humans instead of the highly poniards. So if you had one of one of them, you could just like. Bring around some like water stones with you, like sharpen their blades every once in a while. Do like a weird back massage for them, but on the front and on blades. It's like a front massage. 
I don't like thinking about front massages. I'm just going to Yeah, no. Lie. Let's say a back massage, but it happens to be on the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. So, in white, it says that uh, they fight at Bisharp's command. They cling to their prey and inflict damage by sinking their blades into it. It's like a teddy bear hug of death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, it is um, good to know that this thing is just over a foot and a half tall, which isn't that big. So... They can't actually, their blades aren't that big. So it's literally saying that, like, you're, you'll be attacked by a pack of them, and just by you moving, it'll probably just, like, be sinking their blades into you until you eventually die of blood loss. And so, uh, that makes this one take the cake for uh, the Pokemon that I would least want to meet in the wild. This actually beats out uh, Beedrill, I think, in my eyes, because I would rather have a Beedrill sting me and paralyze me than a bunch of crazy children with knives <laughs> sinking their body into my flesh yeah yeah and it, and it gets really really fun and black too and white too it says oh, no. ignoring their injuries groups attack by sinking the blades that cover their bodies into their prey yeah. this means they care not about getting injured and they care only about taking you down these are like because Beedrill will like leave if they're being if they're like oh we're being we're done getting beat where we're gonna leave these guys are like, we're being beat, might as well take you with us. Uh, it's, like, it's like a regular bee. It's, they are like a regular bee. Ponyards are just regular bees. No, yeah, these, these things are just beedrill with knives. <laughs> this is the worst. I, they don't, I don't think that they fly, but that doesn't matter in my mm-hmm. eyes. They're, they're too small, like, they're smaller, they're, they're sneakier than beedrill. Beedrills you can hear coming. Yeah. Not these little boys. Well, I don't know. Maybe their feet would be like, sharp, 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 sharp. I don't know why they would say sharp as they walked. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> Yo. Yep. No, Go yeah, they, the they would one. say sharp. Yeah. Uh, Ultra Sun, <laughs> after shredding its prey. <laughs> Ooh, starting off real fun. Uh, after shredding its prey, it sharpens its blades on the stone by the river. Each poniard has its own favorite sharpening stone. Uh, I-, I thought this was going to go, like, after shredding its prey, it sharpens its blades on the bones of its prey. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, holy bad. crap. <laughs> like, really so, get dark. Something Luckily I want to note is that Ultra Sun specifically, and Ultra Moon as well, but mainly Ultra Sun seems to have the most, but, like, has the darkest Pokedex entries, especially when you get into, like, the Mega Evolutions, which... I would love to talk about some of these mega evolutions at some point, just because some are like, there's literally one that says it is, has such a powerful present that people die by looking at it. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) Pokemon, this is some dark stuff. It's, there's a lot, oh, it's crazy. As long as they counteract that with some like heartfelt and or cute fun facts, like that's fine by me. You can't you can't go all dark because then it kind of deludes it. No, the the Pokemon itself that it's before it is actually it's actually the really a sad one because it's actually a Pokemon that really likes helping people, and so it's it doesn't actually it wouldn't it doesn't want to be doing that that power. It's actually it's a kind uh. of like a sad and um dark. That's why it's so dark is because of like that it doesn't want to have that power. It's just like a thing it has when it mega evolves. Huh. But yeah, Ultra Moon. It follows Bisharp's order to a T when it attacks enemies. After slashing an opponent, Ponyard clings both of its blades together. 
That's just low. It's like a like a battle cry. Yeah. It's like, it's like keychains, kind of. I'd assume. Uh, in Pokemon Super Shield, uh, a pack of these Pokemon forms to serve as a Bisharp's boss. No, dude. Wait, what? To serve a Bisharp? Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, all right, I get it now. So a bunch of these little boys will go to a Bisharp and be like, tell us what to do. Uh, each Ponyard trains diligently, dreaming of one day taking the lead. So it's like, yeah, Boss and his underlings. So you yeah. come up on a Bisharp and he's like, sick him. And you run away and then they hug you to death. <laughs> I get it. Mode. Sicko uh, mode. So now we can uh, move on to Bisharp. In black it says, it leads a group of Ponyard. It battles to become the boss, but will be driven from the group if it loses. So, very combat-focused um, group of Pokemon. It's Their strengths lie, uh, or at least they appreciate strength, like physical strength and winning. Uh, so, which is also probably why it mentions a lot in the Ponyard ones that it has, like, that the Ponyards do a lot of the work because the Bisharp doesn't want to fight a fully powered enemy that might be able to defeat it. So in black two forward slash white two, it's what pitiless? This pitiless Pokemon commands a group of Ponyards. Man, I what is up with me? I don't even so, know what the Blake, your your writing's <laughs> all wrong. Oh hey, it says pitiless means showing no pity or cruel. Well I'm, I yeah, yeah. I got I didn't come up. Oh, oh, alright. I'll, I'll, I'll blame uh, uh, Pokemon. Yeah, I'll blame Pokemon. That. I'm not. I, I'm taking these directly from the games. These are the exact oh, okay. wordings. Alright, you're off the hook this time. So, this pitiless Pokemon commands a group of Ponyard to hound prey into immobility and then moves in to finish the prey off. So, basically, just like any anime fight with a super villain showing off his moves but he only shows off his last move after all of his little underlings have done their business in ultrasun it says no matter how strong the bisharp it's said that if the blade on its head is chipped it will retire from its position as the boss so they put a lot of pride into both their battle skills and the the like axe blade that is protruding from their head that seems to be a sign of uh, power and respect and probably by getting it chipped it's um they're like okay maybe it's it's time for me to step down for a younger more powerful bisharp to take my place of course they're Yarg. an old pirate southern man bisharp mm-hmm. so in ultra moon it leads a group of ponyards shocked bisharp doesn't even change his expression when it deals the finishing blow to an opponent the only thing you should feel when you pull the trigger on a gun is the recoil. That would be Bisharp's motto, I feel. Mm-hmm. Man, that is, but that is like a super, kind of a, a very dark that plot. Is like, as we talked about, dark. the Ultrians, they're like, the Ultrians, like, they have some of my favorite Pokedex entries because of this, because they had a lot of really cool depth and thought to them. It's just like, it's like, it's, kills without mercy it doesn't even it's second nature to these pokemon it's it's crazy yeah pokemon sword it's accompanied by a large retinue of ponyard 
Bishop keeps a keen eye on its minions, ensuring none of them even think of double-crossing it. So this kind of just shows that mm -hmm. not only do the Ponyard want to become leader, they will uh, take actions to become leader if they're able to. So then if the Ponyard, like, takes out the Bisharp in some weird underdog-type scenario, do you think the Ponyard would evolve into a Bisharp? Probably in in anime, yes. It would likely, that would be part of it, or it would evolve and then into a Bisharp and then challenge the... Uh. my. So yeah, my one of two things is that either like when a Ponyard evolves, it leaves and make it to get its own group, or it attempts to challenge its current group leader in it, or maybe like it would challenge... In the anime, I could see like a episode where the Ponyard defeats the Bisharp and evolves and becomes the new one, so there's probably some stuff on that and... With, like, how biologically everything works. Since we don't get too much in the specifics of how Ponyard evolves into Bisharp, like some Pokemon. <coughs> As God some Pokemon we do. Him. God bless America. Mm hmm. <clears throat> uh, in Pokemon Super Shield, violent conflicts erupt between Bisharp and Fracture over places where sharpening stones can be found. That sounds really cool. I don't know what a Fracture is. <laughs> Fracture is like a axe dragon. That um, sounds pretty wizard. Yeah, it's, it's probably closer to like a dinosaur because it doesn't have like wings and stuff. Uh, it doesn't normally like breathe fire and stuff. But it's like, so imagine like kind of a dino, uh, kind of like a T-Rex type dinosaur like outward look. But then it has like these big tusks coming straight out from its mouth. And then when it evolves into Haxorus, they become like axe blades. It looks really cool. They're really cool Pokemon introduced yeah. in Generation Fr 5. Fracture um, looks like it would get his butt kicked by a by a Bisharp, if I'm being completely honest. What, what's Fracture's height, if you're... Uh, three foot. Oh, three oh. foot, three inches. Alright, that's not bad. I thought this thing was going to be like a foot and a half. No, so it's a, like, it's not, it's still like a foot and a half smaller than a Bisharp, but that's not like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The, I would say most of the time a Bisharp would probably win against a Fracture just because Fractures aren't fully evolved, unlike a Bisharp would be. Yeah. So, but if the Fractures are in, are in groups, they'd, that'd probably be the best place where they're able to take out a Bisharp. So now we'll go into our newerist kind of segment. We did it last week and now we're going to do it again this week of what could be i have a couple things here i don't know if gabe thought of anything i don't, I don't yeah know. yeah yeah just i gotta find the notes here a minute okay yeah yeah that's sort of um so i'll start with well the first thing i thought is a mega bishop i'm pretty sure i've seen kind of this idea before on the internet for a mega bishop at least the general idea of it but having uh when bishop mega evolves if it had one having it become like a centaur look and kind of have like the knight in because it would be like the knight in chess, so it would be able to kind of still keep the chess vibe. And I think for like kind of looks, it, it could have uh, two long lances for arms. I think that'd be cool. And like for when it's model attacks in games, it could rear up and then like slam down with its attack. I think that would look cool. Have a more elegant um, helmeted head and like maybe just more designs there. Bigger, um, kind of the axe blade on its head. Um, but like some of the things how it could work, it could maybe... When it mega evolves, have an increase in speed, and then like maybe some small bumps to so, like attack and defense. Um, and likely, I was thinking maybe its ability change could be like something like Moxie, where like oh to keep its more offensive 
thing up, or it could just stay defiant, or it could go back to defiant, or something like that. I think those would be some good abilities for a Mega Bisharp to have. But yeah, I think that'd be cool. Bisharp's a cool Pokemon. Now, it's already, it's a really good Pokemon. A Mega might possibly push it into, like, the Mega Evolution might possibly be a Uber's Pokemon, just because it, but I don't know. It, it would be, it'd be a very good OU Pokemon at, at the worst, because Bisharp's already a good OU Pokemon. Do you want me to keep going, or Gabe, do you want to say you No, I, I found my notes. They're okay, right here. Yeah. Let me read them off to you. So, I thought it'd be really cool if there was a water-type Bisharp thing. Okay. So, it, it, I'm getting this from uh, Demon Slayer. Like, you know, how he's like the water bender. Not yeah. water bender. But, like, you know, like water can be sharp when shot very fast. So, mm-hmm. I was thinking this thing could almost shoot, like, a very thin water beam out. Mm-hmm. It'd be, like, water sharp. I, I've always been really fascinated with how powerful water can be when sprayed oh. at something. Because my mom's got a, a power, a water power sprayer, which she used on the deck, which ruined the deck. And I was <laughs> like, man, that thing's powerful to ruin the deck. <laughs> yeah, because then that could also allow for like a, because if it's like shooting it, it could allow for like a special type bishop. So instead of using physical attack, you do special attack. I think that could be. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was going for mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that would be a really cool, less um, ja- jagged and being a little more flowing look. I mm-hmm. think that could be and a one uh, similar, kind of like, I guess similar in the fact that it's more of like a regional variant type of thing is that I was thinking of more, kind of, it's a more defensive Bisharp, so instead of being attack focused, which is the normal, what normal Bisharp is, it takes away some of its attack, adds to its defenses, but having it to be kind of um, based around more of like a typical medieval knight, have that kind of ex- ecstatic, um, Maybe, and I would think it maybe becomes either just pure steel or maybe steel fairy because fairy is kind of like the light idea that the closest we have to a light type. And I think that would kind of be kind of the opposite of dark. So I think that could be a good, fun thing and have where so it's instead of having like the black and red, it's kind of more like silver and like that and just like pure silver. And it has a little more bulkier in like the look of it. And maybe it has like a has its, like, a blade coming out, and then it also has, like, a shield on it. So instead of both hands being blades, one's a shield, one's a blade. Gotta have that look to it. I think that could be a kind of a a cool idea. They should, ooh, they should do that in the Crown Tundra. Give us a reach um, a Galarian Bisharp that kind of looks like that. I think that would look really cool. Pokemon, do it. I know you totally don't already have probably everything done with the Crown Tundra. You're probably still really, you could probably add a whole bunch of stuff still right now, so you should do it. Yeah. They probably can. They're probably pretty much done with it. Oh, I... What? No. No, I know. Uh, moving on to stats and competitive. Uh, Ponyard's base stat total is 340. They have a 45 in HP, an 85 in attack, a 70 in defense, a 40 in both special attack and special defense, and a 60 in speed. Something I will note is that that attack stat is relatively good for an unevolved Pokemon. Now, Bisharp's base stat total jumps up to 490. They have a 65 HP, a 125 in attack, a 100 in defense, a 60 in special attack, and then a 70 in both special defense and speed. Now this is a great, it has great physical stats, um, specifically it's an attack, it's attack, uh, defense is pretty good, um, but notably it's missing out in its HP and special defense stats, which make it not the bulkiest Pokemon, and doesn't have a high speed stat. But it can make up for that speed in some other ways, as I'll talk about here in a minute. So, 
As we get into Bisharp competitively, Bisharp is currently an OU Pokemon in the National Dex format. Though it has a few weaknesses, it has a whole bunch of positives that make it an amazing Pokemon. First off, with its typing, it has 9 resistances and 2 immunities. So out of 18 types, 11 of them are either resistant or immune, which is over half, which is very good. Steel is a, in general is a great defensive typing, and Dark is a great combo with that. Not the singular best one out there, because there are some that are better, but it allows it to switch in a lot. Along with this, it has a solid defense stat. It's not like top tier, but it's like it's able to allows it to take neutral physical hits a little better. Now, so when you pair this with Defiant, which allows you to actually benefit from an Intimidate coming in, this is great. Uh, because uh, you switch in to an Intimidator, or there are also moves like such as Defog, which um, clears all hazards on the field, but it lowers the opposing Pokemon's evasiveness, so they could come in, clear the field, but you doubled your opponent's attack stat if they had a Defiant Pokemon, so... It kind of stays off that. Um, okay, so even with all this, uh, the one thing that really sets Bisharp apart from every from everything else, because even with all this, these are pretty good abilities. All this stuff is good, but its speed stat leaves something to be desired. But because of its move set, it's able to make up for these, these different things. So first off, it has a lot. It access to a lot of great moves. But it can pretty much rely on its stabs alone. So just like a dark and a steel type move. That's all you really need. Uh, so your typical sets will be using Iron Head, a great steel type move. Knock Off, a dark type move that does double damage and removes an enemy's health item should they be holding one. Swords Dance to get an attack boost. And the icing on the cake, the thing that really makes Bisharp, Bisharp, Sucker Punch. This is a strong priority dark type move that goes first if the opponent was about to use an attacking move. The reason this is so good is that between Swords Dance and Defiant, you are easily able to find a time for Bisharp to boost its attack, making it very dangerous, especially as a late-game cleanup Pokemon on the basic set. You'll either be using Life Orb or Black Glasses. The glasses uh, are only going to be buffing your Dark-type moves by 20%, while Life Orb boosts all your moves by 30%, but in exchange, it takes 10% of your own health every turn. Pause, 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 pause. Yes. I might have asked this before. Are there only those three objects that you can wear? Or are those just like the best three? Those are just three very common ones. The choice okay. items. Cause it's, but no, there are... We could make an entire episode on good items in Pokemon. Which uh, okay. we might do sometime. Who knows? That'd be kind of fun. No. So, uh, some important things to know about like why you might choose one or the other. Black glasses, um, that's not gonna... You don't lose life every time you attack. That's one of the main reasons but a life orb is going to get it's going to buff your iron head to be more consistently able to uh, one hit ko pokemon such as clefable and that extra little bit of damage can be just enough to knock out some threatening pokemon at times so it's kind of i usually go with life orb with my bishop since i'm not using him as a sweeper very much i'm more using him as a late game cleanup pokemon or just to blow a, a hole in the enemy's team so i don't really need to worry about his long-lasting. So a little side note is that I have used Bisharp for years um, in competitive Pokemon. It's one of my favorites. Um, so my Bisharp is very similar to the normal Bisharp. You know, a lot of attack, last speed. But there is one crucial difference. I swap out the move Sword Stance for the move Psycho Cut. 
Now, you may be like, Blake, this Swords Dance is just better. It's like, like what are you Swords even... Dance is just better. Yeah, see, like what he said. <laughs> um, because it's like, oh, you switch it. But I'm like, I found when I was using it. I tried that for a bit. I Honestly, the way I use Bishop, how he functions on a lot of my teams, I don't really need that. I I found that my biggest problem with Bisharp is that a fighting type Pokemon would switch in and I would just be like, what What do I do against this thing? I can't do anything. I can't hit it. I'm forced to switch out, giving them a free turn to like set up it, set up moves. But I realized they they never go for an attack because they all, they're like, Bisharp, it's four times weak to fighting. It's going to switch out. I could look at it and it would die. I'm like, they're never going to go for the attack. So, I gave it Psycho Cut, a Psychic type of move. Now, with Life Orb, it gets a 30% boost. I already have Max Attacked Bisharp. Suddenly, they set up. Suddenly, their Pokemon might be defeated right there because, like, it's a Psychic type move, super effective against fighting. Could just take out their Pokemon. So, for my team, it works very well. It can just destroy one of their Pokemon that they were that was supposed to be their counter to Bisharp because I don't run the normal now the reason that it's good is only because it catches people off guard if people expected it then they won it but no one expects it because there's only really one bisharp set so it works well for my team why'd you tell them why'd you tell everybody your strat now everybody everybody's gonna use psycho cut blake <laughs> cut the video we're done the the we're, we're shutting down <laughs> cut the whole thing uh, that, no video that, this week. The thing is that if that was generally a really good strategy, people would use it more and they would accept it. The reason is that it's only really good on specific teams. Like, I kind of need that. It helps with my psychic coverage because I don't have too much else. Fighting coverage? Actually, I know. Actually, I do kind of have other fighting coverage. But, like, there's certain, there's certain fighting Pokemon that really hold me up if I have to switch into my other one and give them a sweet, uh, time to switch in. So, it's, it's just really useful for my team. And I'm like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna have it. You just basically gave up your your good old granny's secret pie recipe, and she's very <laughs> sad now. Yeah, now everybody's got the pie recipe. Yeah, all ten people have the hey, pie recipe. We're gonna, we're gonna be popping off. This is gonna be like thirteen here next week, <gasps> and they're all gonna be like, "Oh, a psycho cut. Oh, I, that's pretty good." And now they're <laughs> gonna hop in there, and the meta's gonna. Go out of the window. It's going to be Bisharp all day long. Psycho Frico <laughs> with the cuts. And you're going to be out of the picture, Blake. Someone Sorry. else is going to be like, this is, this is my strategy. And you're like, and you're going to be tossed to the curb. I hope you're happy. All right, we, we can still cut the episode, but. I, I'll, I'll just cut that. I'll just cut that part out. So all right, all right good, good. Know. You got me scared uh, there for a minute. But, uh... Uh, so now we can move on to a trivia. Bisharp and Pirate have... Two pieces of trivia, one of which isn't even going to be true by the next DLC. But, um, <laughs> so first off, no other Pokemon have the same type combination as Ponyard and Bisharp. And the other one is Ponyard and Bishop are the only Pokemon that can have Defiant as a non-hidden ability. Until Galarian Zapdos comes out, its ability is going to be Defiant. So, it won't. That, that's not going to be true for a bit, but as of right now, Every other Pokemon that can learn the defi that can have the defiant ability, it is their hidden ability. So they are they are a little unique that way. And even when Galarian Zapdos comes out, it's going to be a legendary Pokemon. So it's still I would still think that Pine and Bishop keep their little bit of little bit of fun time as special. 
Did you know that Bisharp is believed to have started the Harum Shake and not Guy Fieri? Uh, there's a video that started on YouTube that was believed to have started the whole the whole internet craze back in the uh, <laughs> what was that like ten years ago? Something it's, like that. It's yeah. Bisharp just going ham. I don't know what episode it was, but someone clipped it and put that Harlem Shake good song in the background. And everybody's like, I want to be like Bisharp, Harlem Shake, and then. The rest is history. Yeah. Oof, that's. I didn't, I didn't know that. I must not. I must not have seen that episode. So. Well, this is why it's the fun facts. These are the little, little known facts. Yeah, the things like yeah, because unless you've like really seen a lot of like all of the Pokemon episodes, yeah, you probably missed that. And yeah, you've got to get real deep in the lore for this stuff. <laughs> Granted, this is a this isn't quite in the lore, but yeah, you know, you, you got to know your places. Got to know. Yeah, know it. So, housekeeping, uh, email us at thepokenomicon at gmail.com, email us what Pokemon you want us to do, and also email, if you want us to do any other Pokemon related uh, contact info- content or information, like you might want us to, as you said, like do a informa- uh, episode covering competitive items that you should use, or doing, uh, you could have, we could do like, oh, all abilities starting with A, I explain them and what their different uses are. We could do something on Oof. like pokeballs or something on yes. pokerus the pokemon disease that is in the games what that's yeah. awesome there's a lot of stuff we could do non-specific pokemon episodes so if you want us to do that just let us know and also just let us know that if you want us to do anything because we haven't been getting too many emails and yeah, remember we- uh something i do want to mention is that you can send more than one email you could do it every week you could be telling us we could have one person who just tells us what we're doing for months because if no one else is emailing us we're just gonna do that guys once so you've you've given everyone a loaded gun yeah and if everyone has the loaded gun no one has a loaded gun (laughs) we're running we're running out of pokemon to do there's not that many left you guys we're gonna need an order to do them this is like what 13 there's what there there can't be more than 15 pokemon right what are we already halfway done i i I have to be we're going broke pokemon lies also let us know if you want to see any changes like maybe you just think like oh don't do this segment it sucks or hey you should cover this stuff in a segment we'll do it probably take Unless... gabe out he's not fun <laughs> or... no you can't take me out i'm sorry yeah, no, I'm you, can't. That you, one. you can take me out probably you can take, that's you can take probably blake good. out i'll allow that yeah that's sure. probably fine but uh not gabe he's too important yeah uh finally um <laughs> Our intro and outro music is You're the Dummy off Derek Clegg's album, Solar. For some reason, I put a Z at the end of Solar. Solaz. It's not Solar It's just Solar. S-O-L-A-R. Uh, so next week, we're doing Dot and yes. Nuzleaf. The best staller in the game. <laughs> yeah. So no, that'll be fun. Right. Dot you later. I'm gonna go catch a Pokemon and you all should too. You're the dummy that don't believe in science. You're the dummy.